This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening and welcome to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Tereo Irirangi Onatangata O Manawatu uh, for a very special Saturday night edition of the show. Uh, this is the voice of reason, Semi G, currently all alone in the NPR studio, but joining me via internet magical magicalness, uh, we have Mr. CPW himself, uh, the, what do we call you, the, the lone gun? Yeah, yeah, just. Just call me Jay the Reliable. Jay the um, Reliable. Yeah the, yeah. the guy that shows up every every, every week or, or at every opportunity. How are you today, Mr. G? I am doing very well. And yourself? Yeah. Um, I, I'm fine. Um, hopefully, sort of, um, Ray gets over whatever illness he's got this week um, or um, pressing engagement. That is obviously more important than... Um, been on a, you know, award-winning podcast, um, but you know, um, I feel the instant hey. need to break the fourth wall of that because yeah. uh, well, just because he won the awards, but doesn't mean anything. We're recording this on a Wednesday. It's going out on a Saturday. Ray's actually at, at training, and it's uh, it's a pretty special night for River City because it's the. Uh, the 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 open tryout night, so it's good to have the experienced uh-huh. ones there just to show the uh, yeah. incoming group how it's done, as they say. So, and Ray's there to tell the kids to stay at school. Is that what you're saying? Well, if that school is River City, then hell's yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, no, but um. I've taken it upon myself, if it is all right, Mr. G. I found a, a, a substitute, a a worthy a worthy individual to fill the seat of Ray. Yes, I said that right. That as it came out the way it was supposed to. <laughs> um, but he is well, a wise man once said, you know, he's a long time listener, first time caller to the show. He has been involved with CPW in a minor way, many, many times. Um, he has been part of the CPW family for a long time. He is probably the biggest encyclopedia when it comes to New Zealand professional wrestling and, and pretty much wrestling in general. Um, yeah, so I think without further ado, I might um, just introduce young young, young Charlie Hewitt. Piao, piao. Ooh, instant gimmick infringement. Yep, yep. There we go. We've got heat with Ray, so I'm liking this kid already. So, <laughs> yep, he's a kid. Don't come at me, Ray. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We all know Ray doesn't listen. <laughs> he doesn't even listen when he's here, so he's not going to listen when he's not. Shout out to Ray if you are listening. Yeah, now that I've said that, he's he's totally gonna. Gonna be like heard the show. Like good, cool. Um, 
anyway, how are you today, Charlie? I am doing well. How are you guys? Fantastic. Absolutely. That's fantastic. good. We we are awake, which is always good for yes. a Wednesday. Yep. Uh, or a or a Saturday night, as 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 you were listening on triple nine AM. Yes. It's been a great Saturday night, guys. What can I tell you? Well, hey, if we can't go to a wrestling show on a Saturday night, well, let's just do a podcast. Exactly. Might as well, right? But, yeah. No. So, um, have you been, obviously, uh, you've been partaking in, in watching some wrestling? And, uh, this sort of, it's been a bit of a, a, a trying time for all of our promotions at the moment. Um, yep. Um, yeah. Now, I, I cannot remember the last time I... You were actually not at one of our shows, so um, yeah, mm. you probably actually know the history of CPW better than me and Sammy, <laughs> which is great. Maybe that backup bit of information. But yep. Yeah. So, what's your format for the night, Mister G? How are we going to run this uh, little shindig of ours? Well. Uh, we did have a recent CPW event, which we were all in attendance for, so we can talk about. Uh, also, because it's been so long since we had a show, we haven't been able to talk about the Royal Rumble and the Road to WrestleMania. Uh, so I haven't seen the Elimination Chamber event yet, so that's that's on my list of things to watch. Uh, so by Saturday, which is too late for this show, uh, I should have seen it. So maybe on next week's show, I can actually talk about the Chamber. Uh, so yeah, okay. Royal Rumble. And then we'll do a bit of a deep dive into our uh, esteemed guest this evening, Mr. Charlie Hewitt. We'll give you the pilot questions. That sounds like a great plan. Boom. Yeah. Easy as that. Okay. So we're going to do CPW first then? Yeah. We'll always start at the best. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So we had a little show called Waitangi Warfare. Happened to be on yep. Waitangi Day. It was quite quite well, sort of, it was a nice coincidence. Um, it was a really, really cool show. Um, of course, we had to, you know, we had the usual COVID restrictions and all that lovely, lovely stuff. But I think the show went really, really well. Um, I think the fans in attendance really enjoyed the show. Um, I think, um, think sort of, from the looks of things, Charlie really enjoyed the show when he was there. So that's the main thing because, you know, CPW is yep. one. Um, so, but, yeah, um, I'm just literally trying to jog my memory um, and, and go back to the matches, which is uh, we started the night off with uh, Kurt the Person McPherson versus Nico Dandy, which I knew was going to be a great match. Um, yeah, Kurt the Person McPherson. Is a very easy. I'm really impressed by that kid, um, and Nico Dandy is just yeah. I just absolutely love that fella. Um, so last time he was at CPW, he actually took on Slade Mercer. So he sort of um, oh, there's no Slade Mercer. Yes, it was. Yes, and, was um, it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, yeah, yeah. So it was nice to have him back, and and basically. Um, breaking the fourth wall, we said to him, pick your opponent, and he picked the person McPherson. There's history now, there, because Nico used to be one of the young Nets, so... 
he certainly did he certainly did so you know um and um in true young Nats fashion um you know the what is it, the balesman was out there as well yes so of that, course um, yep so that sort of skewed the odds a little bit um and and kurt the person mcpherson actually picked up the win on that one which, um, yeah, I must. I must say, I, I, I wasn't surprised that he he won, of course, but um, yeah, yeah, not surprised for the kid. Um, we said choose better choice of friends, but anyway, but that's just we we cannot be biased about somebody's political beliefs. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, and then. What was the other match? What was the second match we had then? Was that uh, the triple threat? Yes, it was. There we go. See, that's what I mean. He's an encyclopedia. I don't know why we haven't had him on before. Now, yeah, that was Hustler coming all the way back up from Christchurch, but he brought a friend with him. Um, Reese Gibson. Um, Reese Gibson, anybody that's had seen anything to do with um, Unified Championship Wrestling has seen um, Reese Gibson sort of rapidly rise through the ranks um given rail run for his money absolutely yeah he's actually a huge crowd favorite down there um which is really really cool talented kid obviously new to the business and stuff like that but hungry as hell um um and yeah so basically hustler um invited him up put him in this put him in this match was um against the Logical Mr. Silver as well, um, which is it was actually quite a quite a good match, a bit of good bit of back and forth from all all the competitors. Um, um, Hustler picked up the win on that one, which was quite nice. Um, it's always good when Hustler wins because the crowd sort of gets behind it. Um, they seem to like that fella. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was. Um, me and Charlie both nodding yeah. in agreement. They're like, yes, yes, we like us. Yeah. Yes. Yep, yep, no, no, no. And um, just give me one second. There we go. I actually just remembered I had my the notes for the show on my phone. So I actually don't need to try and wing it off the top of my head. Um, That's oh, always see, good. Professional. Yeah, we're professional here, Charlie, mate. We, we, we certainly are. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we had Kid Nova taking on Alex Savage. Um, and, of course, Alex Savage, he's been part of SAS. He's been a sort of a long-standing figure in New Zealand professional wrestling for a while, so it was great to have him back. Um, he's also got, as like I say, every single time, and I know it pisses him off, but he does have the most sweetest punches in New Zealand professional wrestling. Um he is absolutely brilliant. He took on Kid Nova, who is one half of the new blood, um, with Zach Hale. Um, I've been really, really impressed with this kid. I've seen him seen him wrestling at Heavens um, and also in IPW. Um, I think I even saw him at Maniacs. But anyway, he's, every time I've seen him, I've been very, very impressed by him. Um, so it was nice to have him make his CPW debut. Um, unfortunately, didn't go his way. 
Um, he put up a heck of a fight, though. Um, but Alex Savage uh, scored the win on that one. Um, then there was some like tag team match after that, but you know, we'll skip past that one. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing really interesting happened in that. Um, oh, yeah. So we had the young Nats taking on Tukahara and Devontae Yates. And we also had the gun cabinet, which was myself and, and Ray Gunn actually showed up. <laughs> Mr. Unreliable Ray Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 he's got a pet name as well. And there was unprompted. That was just, you know, um, you know, out of the mouth of the babes. So you could say, but um, yeah, no, basically, yeah, it, was, it was actually a really, really cool match. Of course I was in it. So it has to be cool. Um, but it was it was a fun little match. Um, I cannot believe how talented all four of our opponents were. Um, you know, where you got Tukaha with just the immense power and sort of strength. Plus, he's really really quick for a big guy. Um, Devonte Yates is, yeah, he is phenomenal for the small amount of matches that he has had. And the young Nats, they're just absolutely brilliant. Um, I dare say that um, they are probably probably the most I would say probably the most talented version of the young Nats I've seen. Um, and I'll go back to the Michael Richards days and, and everything like that, you know. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's not blowing smoke up orifices or anything like that, but I think those guys are really, really talented. Um Unfortunately, they weren't good enough on the night. Uh, um, just quiet flex there. No. Just, uh, yeah, and I, I, I found myself on top of Ray's shoulders doing a frog splash onto Bailey the Balesman. So yeah, so I thought it was quite cool actually. Um, so we, we, that we picked match, up the win. He had some words to say to me. And I need to go back and review that footage because I know they were directed at me. I heard my name. He even turned and looked at me, and I was just shooting evil. So I was like, what have I done now? So, yeah, I will have a response to that on next week's show. Okay. Right. Um, and, and maybe we'll skip the next segment because my daughter Paris would probably be very embarrassed the, again because I brought her into the ring and told everybody it was her birthday and, and, and made a big song and dance about it. We actually literally yeah. did song and dance. It was really cool. Um, no. Who knew um, everyone in CPW cool was, was a professional dancer? Yeah, yeah. Now, Bryant, when he came out with the tutu and did the pirouettes and everything, was just beautiful. Um, but, yeah, no, so that, that was quite a cool moment for me. But, yeah, so happy birthday for Paris. Their birthday has already passed. Related birthday from PB and H. Yes. Then, then we had, which in my opinion was the match of the night. Oh no, it wasn't intermission. Sorry, no, no, just kidding. No, the match of the night uh, was hands down Harry Williams versus my boy Ryan Zero um, in a street fight. Absolutely yeah. brutal street fight. It was, it was. Now, you probably had a way better view of this match than I did, Charlie. Yeah. So, 
Maybe. What was what were what were some cool spots? What were some cool moments in that match that you you enjoyed as a fan? Where can I start? Oh, um, probably at the start mm, would make the most sense. Harry Williams hitting Ryan with a trash can on the outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. Harry Williams' mother making fun of him. <laughs> there were a few yep. brutal chops in that match. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to top it all off, you've got to talk about the Lego. Oh, the Lego. Yes. Yes. The 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 the, the, the Lego. I do not know what these kids and their fascination with Lego is all about. Have you stood on one of those things? Yes, I know, and that's why I wouldn't do it. You know, because um, this isn't just standing; it's know, like taking I, like full on impact it's... in the match. You know, <laughs> but they, yeah, he pulls out a sack. I thought it was going to be the old thumbtacks, but no, it was Lego. And then, as most of the thumbtack spots go, that person ends up getting slammed on them anyway. He sat up, and Lego was stuck to his back. Like, not just stuck to his back because he was sweaty and it was all sticky. No, it was literally impaled into his back. It was, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'd want thumbtacks or Lego. Um, Why not both? Neither, please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd go with neither. I, I much, much preferred my marshmallow spot. It was way better. Yeah. TLC. TLC. Yeah. And the funniest thing about when you did the marshmallow spot, though, is after the match, the kids who were running up and trying to grab the marshmallows eat. So, <laughs> had to try and stop kids from eating marshmallows that wrestlers have just been slammed upon. But yeah. Added flavor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This was, this was salty. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, then. Yeah, so Ryan Zero, he, he picked up the win on that one. So congratulations to Ryan Zero, um, who was sporting a nice bit of uh, a, a, a shiny new axe, um, courtesy of uh, Heaven Combat, being the, uh, the hand, hand of, of fate champion. Yeah, so very, very cool. Um, yeah, then we had some beautiful food for intermission. Um Janine and her food card is just amazing. Um, so it was nice to have her back. Um, and then we had the one above all championship from Heaven Combat defended in a, a match between the champion, Horace, and one Tim Warren of Church and State. Um, basically, at the end of the match, Tim Warren was awarded the belt. But then the ref noticed that there was a big crescent sticking out of his uh, boot um, that he had used previously to, um, let's just say, um, oh, he just hit Horace around the head with it, basically. Um, he leveled him. Yeah, and and I don't know whether that shows a bit of lack of intelligence from Tim Warren, but to stick it into his boot. And the ref caught them, so the ref had no choice but to um, reverse the decision, restart the match. Yeah, and um, yeah, 
which I thought was the right call to make. And of course, we stand by our officials, and they have the final say. Um, yeah. But yeah, so um, then Horace managed to um, yeah, so quickly roll him up and get a pin. Um, so he retained his title. Um, but I thought we were in for a bit of a shock there with Tim Warren becoming the one above all champion, but no, he he didn't, which was good. Yeah, Tim Warren's Tim Warren, and then if we did, then Ray probably would have actually come to the show, and then he would have spent an hour going on about how Tim Warren shouldn't have the one above all title, and yeah, yeah. maybe joke be a good way to get him to Warren. show up. <laughs> well, yeah, that would work. Yeah. Um, Just to defend Ray's honor, then he does can... work nights, so he he will be here, yeah. but like maybe every second or third week. So, yes, and Ray also knows that we love him and that we completely understand. But by default, if you cannot make a show, then you are therefore the target of well, basically any course of action we would like to do to him for the show. You know, he would do I the same if I wasn't there. Um, then we had the girl, the, the ladies match, um, the, oh, I don't know, can you call it a ladies match anymore? We had two, we had two amazing professional wrestlers, um, in disgrace and Brittany made her debut for CPW, which, uh, was, was one of my bucket list things. Um, I wanted to get her into the. CPW ring. I'm getting the finger point from, from Charlie. He's doing the hold up. This was Brittany's, I believe, second match in CPW. The first was also against Grace at the Ross Intermediate in Palmerston North in 2019. Oh, yes, you are right. That's why he's the encyclopedia right there. Yeah, I've lost my job. Right, that's it. No, you are completely right. See? How does this kid know this stuff? But, okay. Youth, it was the first youth and memory. In CPW, you didn't let me finish my sentence, Charlie. What I was trying to say okay. is it was a debut for CPW in 2022. She has not wrestled for CPW before in 2022. So I was completely correct in what I said. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was a cool match, um, and it was in Wellington. Yes, and it was a bit of um, yeah, it's a Wellington debut. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it was yeah, but a bit of distraction because of course where any member of Redacted goes, the rest follow. Um, and and then yeah, Disgrace picked up the win. Um, but I don't think we've heard the last of that. Um, I believe. The Brit Arnie may be making a return to um, take on Redacted. So um, watch this space. Um, and speaking of Redacted. Do we have to? <clears throat> yeah. Um, we we, we kind of do have to. Mm-hmm. Because they're in the next match going up against the tag team champions, our tag team champions, the tag team champions of the people, Bad Bromance. Well, one half of Bad Bromance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, due to a freak DDP 
Y, because I was just about to say yoga then, right? Accident. Jimmy Fox was injured. Um, now, I don't know exactly which. I don't know exactly which part of his anatomy that he he, he tore. Um, but I've been told it was a very large part. Um, so yeah. Um, basically, so he couldn't compete. Um, at the beginning of the show, uh, beginning of the first half, we had Bryant and the rest of Redacted come out and basically um, say that Dan Martin's had to surrender the belt. He couldn't defend he defend them, um, but he said he he had another bro that he could call on. He he had another one that fit right in, and and boom, out came Nico Dandy. So we ended up the having Nico Dandy and, well, I was about to say Thunderbird Dan Martins, but no, just Daniel Martins and Nico Dandy taking on Dan Lance Havoc. Yep, Lance Havoc and Bryant of Redacted. Now, this was cool. This was a really, really cool match. Um, unfortunately, Redacted being a more cohesive unit um they worked better as a team i guess um you can see that nico nico was really really awesome um but they just they just weren't gelling like bad bromance you know um no one can be another jimmy fox you know um and i think that just threw dan martin's off his game um definitely and, yep and un- unfortunately we 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 got new tag team champions in Redacted. Which, um, I know you're not happy about, Mr. G. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure that, well, Charlie was just happy, happy to see a bloody awesome tag team match, but I don't know if he was happy with the outcome. Are you a fan of Redacted, Charlie? What can I say? It's a team of four great wrestlers, but why would I want to be a fan of Redacted? They're oh, all that's, that's, bad people. Yeah, that's the million dollar question, um, and 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 I can't can't disagree with it. You know, it's why would anyone want to be a fan of Redacted? You know, hell, they should be Redacted. That's basically the thing. You know, just cross them out, with a big black marker over top of them. But yeah, yeah. Right, so we've got. We've now entered the, the redacted era, I guess, if you were in the WWE, I guess you'd call it that. Uh, yeah. Or Monday, or well, Tuesday, they'd probably call it, if it was a redacted era. So we seem to change things on a Tuesday. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then we had our, then we had our main event, um, which was, uh, of course, the, the Viking of New Zealand professional wrestling, the CPW heavyweight champion. Liam Erickson. Um, he he took on the former champion, the awfully Charlie Roberts. My chosen champion. Yeah, but he it's slightly different different attitude from last time when you had him down here. Yeah. He's, he's... Yeah. I, I, I noticed that almost immediately. I was like, this yeah. isn't the same was... Charlie Roberts. No, no. He um Charlie's a bit of an enigma. He he's one of those people that when he is a good guy, 
he's the greatest good guy ever, but when he's a bad guy, God, he's absolutely awesome as a bad guy. He just has this, he kicks into a different gear when he is, he likes to say it's basically freeing and liberating that he can just be who he wants. He doesn't have to pander to the crowd, I guess. Um, and and I, I, I don't think he's been impressed with Liam Erickson. You remember when Liam Erickson first cashed in the, um, the, the Legacy of New Zealand Professional Wrestling Cup when Charlie Roberts had just lost the title to William Cutting? Charlie Roberts didn't ask for his rematch. He stepped aside and let the young kid do his thing. And maybe he was waiting for um, for Liam to offer him a title shot. Maybe, you know, um, I don't know what it was, but he, yeah, certainly a change of attitude and he had a point to prove against Liam Erickson. Um, he, he proceeded to take that out on Liam Erickson's knee, um, which, um, yeah, wasn't, wasn't the best thing for the Viking, but unfortunately wasn't the best thing for Charlie Roberts either because... It wasn't enough to get him the win. Um, I thought Liam Erickson showed a lot of versatility because he actually stole Ray Gunn's move to win the match. He done a roll-up on Charlie Roberts, which was probably a genius move because he was trying to hit the choke slam and Charlie Roberts, he's the alpha lead. He knows every wrestling room, every created and 47 more that haven't been created yet. So he had a counter for every time that the, the big Viking guy went for a choke slam or went for a big power move. But he wasn't expecting the roll-up. Just a casual roll-up. Yeah. So congratulations to Liam Erickson for defending his title successfully. Yep. Um, yeah. No, I thought I thought I thought overall it was a really really good show. Um, it's a nice way we had a, a bit of a special announcement at the end of the show um, about our next upcoming show on the twenty sixth of March. Um, of course, March Madness. So it's, it's our, yeah, you know, one of our favourite shows to do each year. But this show, this show is yes. going to be a bit different. It is. It's it going is. to be deadly. Yes, when suddenly this giant picture of the Deadly Sins pops up on the screen. So, yeah, um, we will make the announcement now, I guess, because um, PB&H is so special. Well, let's, let's if we've got Deadly Sins, who is probably one of New Zealand's most entertaining and greatest tag teams. They come into CPW. We've got some tag team champions we don't like. So let's put them in a match together. Why not? Oh, so, yeah. Let's go Deadly Sins versus Redacted. 26th of March. Book March it. Madness. Well, I, you know, yeah. you, are, you are the general manager. I'm not stepping on your toes. I'm, I'm just making a suggestion here that I've uh, already put plans in place. And yeah. Um, but yeah. That's our announcement to the people. Um, Judging by the big grin on Charlie's face, I think that was probably a pretty good match to make. Um, I know he was probably wanting to see Deadly Sins versus the, the gun cabinet, but, you know, hey, good things come. You know, they'll take the belts off Redacted, and then the gun cabinet can challenge 
the Daily Suns. So it is a title match. Well, might as well be. Can't get the belts off the uh, champions that you don't like if you don't have a title match. Yeah. Makes it twice as good. Certainly does. Certainly does. But, yeah, so that'll be the 26th of March at Apuni. Um, yeah, check out the Facebook page. It's already on there now. Check out the events on the, the, events on the, on the Facebook page. Um, go to Event Finder, buy your tickets. Um, yeah. Boom. I'm pretty sure we're going to have more than one match, so stay tuned. There will be more announcements, I guess. Hashtag watch the space. Uh, we yeah. will go to a quick break here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks, but when we return, uh, we will be talking to Mr. Charlie Hewitt and uh, as well as looking at the WWE Royal Rumble 2022. Stay tuned. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Welcome back to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Iridangi Onatangata Omanawatu for a very special Saturday night here on PBNH. Uh, it is, of course, PBNH's birthday tomorrow, so I wanted to get a show in and uh, just say thank you to uh, all the listeners that have supported us over the last couple of years. Uh, and so joining me on tonight's show, we have Mr. Reliable, the, uh, the lone gun, Mr. J. Marshall. Hey, buddy. Started off as one of those listeners you were talking about. Now look at me. Yeah, we'll get into that story in a moment. And uh, also joining us this evening is a longtime listener, first-time caller, uh, CPW superfan, Mr. Charlie Hewitt. New Zealand wrestling people. Yeah. We love it. If we didn't, we wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And we thank you for supporting us. Boom. Uh, So... Yeah, I'll quickly tell that story. So, uh, I remember, I think it was the first year of PBNH. Uh, I was staying in Wellington with a friend, and uh, he was unwell at the time, but he was feeling better by the end of the week. This is way before COVID, so uh, not to worry about that. Uh, and he goes, Do you want to go out and do something? So, I was on Facebook looked for events, saw that there was a WPW wrestling show in Apuni, and I was just like, do you want to go? He's like, yeah. So we went down, and I remember sitting there watching, and then this guy came out, and he's leaning over the ropes, and he's like, I'm from Palmy. And I'm like, yes, you are, and I know you. So intermission went outside, and this person came out, and we started talking and realized that I did know him, and it was Lance Havoc who I had known yeah. since 2011. Uh, and so I told him about the radio show, and I was like, do you want to come be a guest sometime? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. So uh came back to Palmy and then talked about uh, the WPW show, which was the tag team tournament night. Oh, yes. Yep. And, uh, yeah, then uh, yeah. because I work for NPR – Got a couple of messages through the uh, Facebook page saying, "Hey, we just heard you guys talking about uh, New Zealand wrestling on this on the show. Could you just pass on like our thanks?" And that was from uh, one Tycade and one Mister J Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was run. I was um, running WPW at the time, and um, 
yeah, I thought it was pretty damn cool that um, our little old show was being reported about on a podcast. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. You showed us some love, so we showed you some love back. And if I remember rightly, that story ended up with the next show, you got a whole bunch of chops. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I haven't taken some for a while, but I I, yeah. I can I know some are coming. Okay. So. <laughs> but yes, the yeah. Uh, yeah. So enough reminiscing. We're gonna we're gonna talk to our super fan, Mr. Charlie Hewitt. We're gonna give you the pilot treatment. And because uh, you've been a long-time listener of the show, so uh, you already know what's coming. So first and most important question, how did you get into wrestling as a fan? Okay, so my story might not be as traditional as others. Um, we were all like in the lounge one night back in 2015 flicking through the uh, the – Sky channels, we stumbled upon this little wee channel called Box. Might have heard of it. I don't know if it's around anymore. And so there was this man in this ring um, with his black and his yellow hair, I think Seth Rollins. And um, Mm -hmm. he was saying about how great he was for – winning two championships at SummerSlam 2015 when um, he won the United States and World Heavyweight Championships. And so he came out, he was um, talking on the mic about how he wanted a statue and Triple H made him has a, Triple H made Seth a statue and then they go to unveil it and Sting starts attacking Seth and I, I fell in love. It was just so cool. I could picture that moment in my head as you were telling it, and I'm like, yes, I remember that night. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a garbage truck involved somewhere along the line? Yeah, that's where the statue ended up. Yep. Yeah. Well, I remember a thing going out, driving out the thing, hanging off the back of the garbage truck. But yeah. Isn't it so funny when someone reminisces about, you know, when they got into wrestling and it was like, that was like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit longer than that for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very, very cool, though. Very. So what's the first official match that you remember seeing? Oh, this is a tricky one. Um, I think it might have actually been – I know the first proper pay-per-view I watched was Royal Rumble 2016. So I think maybe around then, January, maybe December 2015. Hmm. And then after that, I went back and watched some of the old stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, the old, the old stuff from yeah. like 2014, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Went to the 2011, you know. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, we're back in the archives. Like, <laughs> You mean there was a 1900s? 
back in the hidden gym section, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, Oof, deep that cut. is really, really cool. Mm. Yeah. Uh, your top five wrestlers of all time. Changes every single week, but we'll go this week. Countdown um, for us, number Saturday. five. Okay. Oh, have to go with Ray Mysterio. Heard of him? Yep. Love Ray as a, as a short person myself. Number four, Adam Cole, Bebe. Ah, another short person. Yeah, <laughs> my mum claims to be tall, but we know he's not six feet tall. Uh, number three, Kevin Owens. Love mm-hmm. me some Kevin Owens. Number two, ooh, Rob Van Dam. Nice. And then number one, um, I want to say Randy Orton or CM Punk. Probably Randy Orton. Okay. Yeah. And then next time I'm mm-hmm. on, it'll be a completely different list. That's yeah. why I write these things down so I can judge it every time. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 20 years' time, we can go, hang on a minute, you said back in... <laughs> back in 2022, <laughs> you said. But no, yep. that is an awesome list, and I yeah, pretty much... Okay, can I um, can I jump in there then and go your top five New Zealand wrestlers, but you cannot say anybody that's on this podcast. Oh, um... Counting down. Always hmm. counting down. Okay. This is a tricky one. I don't want to run into the wrong people at the next show. I didn't make your list. <laughs> Number five. Ooh. Ray Gunn. Mr. Unreliable. Oh, uh, He's I'll technically not one, here. Yeah. Yeah, not here. Yeah, no, I'll allow that. Yeah, yeah. Number four, oh, as too. much as we hate Redacted, I love Lance Havoc. Mm-hmm. Number three. Oh, my goodness. I didn't think this would be this hard. Um, hmm. Charlie Roberts. Mm-hmm. The Alpha League. He's very, very good. Um Oh my goodness. Number two. James Shaw. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love I'm James and the yep. Divine Light. Sir Mr. Mm-hmm. Burns has to be number one. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Yes. Yep. yep. Look at that church and state one and two. Yep, I'm yep. a church and state mark. Yep. Well, I'll tell you a funny story about that one. I mean, Charlie came to, we had a show at Wano Intermediate, CBW. I um, remember this, yeah. And we sold that one out. We, yep, that was one of our sold out shows in Wano. Um, 
Um, and and Charlie came along with his family and stuff like that. And I knew he was a big Mr. Burns fan. And, yeah, there was this guy in this beanie that kind of, you know, I was wondering who the hell he was but, at first, but then clicked that it was Sir Mr. Burns. And, um, yeah, so I sort of kind of arranged Charlie to get some photos with Sir Mr. Burns, which was very, very nice. Um and Charlie actually told me off in front of Mr. Burns because I called him Mr. Burns. And Charlie Sir, turned around Mr. Burns. And I'm like, okay, I've been put in my place. But yeah. <laughs> the enforcer, Charlie Hewitt. Yeah. Yep. Uh... Or if we did top six. Sir Mr. Burns would be two, and then maybe, ooh, Minor Hazard. I don't know if you guys know who <laughs> he is. I've heard of him, yeah. Been around the circuit a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I've put him in as a bonus just for you. There the you go. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Brilliant. Uh, what's your favorite so, match of all time? It- Mm, I was just going to say, like, he started off with short people and then he sort of went back to short people at the end of his list. But, yeah. Favourite match anyway. of all time? Oh, no. Um... We'll start internationally first. So if there's one that, like, jumps yes. out. Yeah. Oh, um, honestly, I enjoyed um, CM Punk versus Darby Allen. CM Punk's first match back in, what, seven years. So that was mm. awesome. Lived up to the hype. And then can't go wrong with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly's matches from Ring of Honor. I think it was they Final Battle 2016. Yeah. See, yeah. the kids are savant, mate, when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> Legitimately, you want to know anything about wrestling, you just ask this guy. You never know what he's going to answer with. Yeah. Love it. Educated yes. little wrestling fan. All right. So, what's your what's your favorite match that you've seen? Well, you're obviously a New Zealand match that you have seen in person. Oh no! Another another one that I'm going to get chopped well, for at the next show. Let's, well, well, let's just say them. What's what's one of your most memorable ones? Rather than you know, you don't have to say the best one then. You know, when some okay. when I say to you, what's your you know, which one jumps out first? This one's better. Um, oh Referring no, I cannot say what first came to my mind. Um. Bad people. Um, 
Oh mm -hmm. lord. Oh no, actually Charlie Roberts versus Will Cutton. Yes. Yep. Which 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 one? When Charlie won the title or Yeah, when... when Charlie won the yeah. title with the elbow drop, yep. At Nio, yep. Yep. That was Yeah, yep. I love that whole Nio show. Nio shows are great. They they are. Yeah, we are definitely going back to Nio this year. Um can anyone say May? Anyway, but um yeah. Um, but you know, Nio shows are really, really cool and you know that was that was maybe just maybe. That was one of my favourite matches too because um, you have the the, the uh, rest of the you know the caliber of Charlie Roberts going against you know William Cutting and you know hey William Co William Cutting was our champion for a reason you know we're not going to pretend this whole. You know, it's, it's completely legit. And, and to actually see William Cutting hang with a Charlie Roberts was a really, really cool moment. So, yeah. Yeah. No, so I agree with that one. Thanks. I missed that show. Oh. For mm -hmm. legal reasons. See what happens? Yeah. Yes. You were, you were unable to attend. Yeah. Thanks, Redacted. But ha! Joke's mm. on you because Charlie's Roberts won. Uh, and then I tried to put Bryant in a box at the next show and it backfired. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> and our dance continues. Yes. Yes. Uh, one that I haven't thrown out before, but I'm going to for the first time. Favorite tag team. Oh, okay. Let's start. Because I know that with... you've written some answers, but I'm just like, I'm just gonna think of some like ones that I haven't done before. Just yeah, just to keep you on your toes. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, favorite tag team. International first. I have go. to say, I do love a good spot fest. Young Bucks. Okay. There we go. Mm -hmm. That's out of the way. I redact my question. <laughs> no, that's cool. Young Bucks. It is being written. Flippy crap. Oh, there's, there's definitely a place for flippy crap in the world. Yeah, but WCW went out of business. Oh. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Yeah. So I was a big WCW fan because, yeah, anyway. Uh, favorite New Zealand tag team? Church and State. <laughs> I, there's, I, a, there's a simple, quick answer for you. Boom. Uh -huh. Yeah. I'm writing all these answers down. It will be a quiz. Uh, Jay, if you if you have any, feel free. I, I can see the cogs. Yes, you know. Yes, the, the cogs are turning. Um, 
Um, I'm just trying to think because it's been such a while since we've done these sort of ones. And, and I know we're building up to the ultimate question in the end. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of... I, I guess I'm, I'm sort of at a blank because I know Charlie so well. Um, but, you know, sort of... How can, we, how can we quiz him? How can we, how can we test him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, how do you stump him out? Um, <coughs> okay. Um, hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah, no. Um, I was trying to think of... Okay. What are... If you could... If we could, you know, magically transport you around to any 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 pay-per-view which in the world you know which one would it be yeah similar to we did with mitchell we got him to wrestlemania blah blah you know and all that which is really really cool and you know we're going to wave our our magic wand that we have um and we're going to get you to any pay-per-view for any promotion in the world which one would you go to Wow. Okay. Um, I think this is going to be a really good answer, you see. Crown Jewel. No. 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 I was, I was hoping he was going to say Great Balls of Fire, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Roadblock. I choose. I choose to go to Backlash. Interesting. No, you you cannot go wrong with a good WrestleMania. WrestleMania mm-hmm. or the Royal Rumble. If I had to choose WrestleMania. Yeah. Ah, it ah, is the mecca of wrestling. It's it's where we all yeah. dream of going. I know yeah. some people have been like multiple times from New Zealand because you always see the flags. David Dunn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Take Dunn. me your yes. suitcase. You'd fit yeah. in David Dunn's suitcase, so... And if ever there was yeah. a WrestleMania that I'd want to be at, this year would be the one because obviously uh, my dude's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Well, yes, we that. That, might be, that might be a good thing that's happening, but we have to look yeah. at the big positive. Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get out. <laughs> In all honesty, seeing the rumors about, like, Cody Rhodes and Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn possibly happening, this WrestleMania shaping up to be a good one. And then I don't know if it's a spoiler. You might have seen it or you might not have seen it, but um, Damien Priest versus Finn Balor. And they're teasing Edge versus AJ. Mm. Yeah, now that could be. And you, you're forgetting the, the the kind of big one, which you know, um, you sort of, you know, is the sort of stone cold overlooked, really. Um, <laughs> you know, that's guaranteed to be a KO. Um, I hate Texas too. <laughs> <laughs> Such a little heel. Yes, no. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he is. He is. No, no, yeah, no. When I hit, when I saw the, I first, when I saw the 
opened up Facebook and I saw the graphic of Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. I was like, ha ha, yeah, yeah, no, you know, funny, funny, funny. And then you start seeing there was actual discussing around it. I'm like, oh my god. And um, then Kevin's doing vignettes and you know throwing shade yeah. at Texas. Yeah, no, I think um, I think that would be really. I think that would be awesome because I, you know, anyone that knows Kevin Steen or the story behind Kevin Steen knows how much of a, a Stone Cold fan he was. You know, I think everybody's seen the the photos of his apartment that, you know, with the Stone Cold duvet when he was like in his twenties um, <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, he, he, dreams. Yep, he took it his. Him and his him, him and his wife's beard had a stone cold duvet on it. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, I mean that'd be quite a cool moment for him too. But yeah, no, I don't think you could go wrong with a WrestleMania. Um, I was sort of just I thought if anybody's going to throw a really really unique answer about that would be Charlie. Um, yeah, I can't I can't argue with WrestleMania. Plus well, the, the I was going about to. That, I was going to throw a unique answer, but like anything but WrestleMania feels like a wrong answer. Yeah, and and hey, it makes it makes really intelligent sense because if you go to WrestleMania, then you're there for WrestleMania weekend, so you've got a whole bunch of other stuff to choose from, and you're not just going to go to the one thing. Two nights, Hall of yeah. Fame, yeah. NXT. Yeah. Yep. And then you've got every other promotion that sort of tags along and does stuff with in the same town as WrestleMania. So, WrestleMania week is just the best week in wrestling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But because we're also waving the so, magic wand, if you could go to any, any across the timeline, any event, any time, <laughs> Do you have like a favorite one that you would go to? Wow. WrestleMania, don't hate me, 33. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I told you it was a heel. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's I your just reason? love that Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens match. Underrated. The one that missed. And a stage two. Best WrestleMania stage ever. Sorry. No, no, that's that's totally fine. That's the one that the New Day hosted. It was the return of the Hardy Boys. Uh, Yep. Longest WrestleMania ramp in history. Uh, It was a literal amusement park on the ramp. It was amazing. (laughs) I still remember the memes around it because it was like... (laughs) Uh, flying shots showing the ramp and uh, there was uh, an image of Undertaker holding Vince McMahon by the throat going are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) And then when it came to his entrance he came out like three quarters of the way down anyway so it was was all good it was all good yeah yeah yeah, take it versus Roman and the night that we all thought he was finished yeah Makes you wonder what he's going to do this year. Mm. Mm. Because they usually get a match when they go in the Hall of Fame, don't they? 
or at least a, a moment or, or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why. Who do you reckon? My prediction: Undertaker is going to state how much he also hates Texas with Kevin Owens by his side. Well, that'd be a that would be, that would certainly be a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, find out he's actually from Minnesota. It's just been the character he's been playing for thirty years. You know, what do you want about? <laughs> he's from Death Valley. Yeah, which is in yeah. Nevada. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, now who do you reckon is going to induct him? This is a a discussion that I've been having with one of my best friends for the last couple of days. Uh, and he's the one that actually uh, asked me about it. So just digging through the old text messages. Uh, That's a really tricky one. Because you, I reckon he'd be the only person that, you know, how Vince never wants to be mentioned at the Hall of Fame, never does yeah. anything like that. I think Undertaker's probably the only person that could say, I want Vince to induct me. And he'll do it. And yeah. It would legitimately happen. Um, it was one of my arguments. Uh, Kane makes the most sense. Uh, yeah. Because it's his storyline brother. Uh, I also mentioned. Uh, what about Bruce Pritchard? He was brother love. So that also yes. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also mentioned The Godfather because he's from the Bone Street crew. Yeah, yeah, that would work. What about Maven? <laughs> to be honest, I would probably that pop would... pretty hard if it was Maven. <laughs> yeah. Or at least have him in the audience and like get a camera on him or something. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, Michelle McCool would probably annoy a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Triple H and slash or Shawn Michaels. Because mm. they had their awesome series of like back-to-back matches yeah. against Taker. Uh, yeah. McFoley would be pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. But yeah, I, mm. I think Vince. It, it, sh- it should be Vince. It has to yeah. be Vince, right? I mean- yeah, anybody anybody in history um, could could pull it off. That would be Taker. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's let's get back to the other legend that we all know. Um, oh, Sammy G, of here. course. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't need to grease up, Charlie. You're on the podcast, mate. It's okay. All right. Have we got any more questions for the young Charlie? Uh, last one I can think of is the philosophical one. Yes. So what I'm going for. Oh, he's got the notepad out. Yeah. All right. All what right. is the difference between a lariat and a clothesline? Well, after extensive internet digging, I can conclusively say that the difference between a clothesline and a lariat is in a clothesline, you raise your arm at your opponent and, and like, 
a straight type of way. And with a lariat, I believe that you wrap like your arm, like V shape around their neck. Huh. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that yep. clothesline lariat. Yeah. And so that, that kind is... of kind of makes not much sense at all, really, because that would basically mean JBL's clothesline from hell is a lariat. Yeah, and that is the true argument. Yep. Because we've had, yeah, as you know, you've heard us ask this question of many a person, and we've had many so times. many different answers, so many different answers, and every single one of them makes sense. Yeah, you know, I don't think we've had uh, an answer where we've gone, you know, that's not right. But every single one of them has merits. Um, but yeah, that the the JBL's clothesline from hell is technically hilarious. It's definitely a yes, and and apparently it's because Vince doesn't like the word lariat. But anyway, um, oh, but yeah. well, it's not showbiz. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a wrestling term, not not a sports entertainment term. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's. I knew it was going to be a pretty good answer, and and I knew it was going to be a sort of well thought out answer. Um, I did like the fact he was well prepared. Um, Shaking the notepad. Usually, usually it's it, you ask the question that's preceded by about three minutes of oh um uh um mm, well um. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, well, I had work. to make up because that was every other question. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. So, so no, you did well. You did well. I think that was really, really cool. And I think um, it was it was a nice way to to sort of introduce you to oh, the PBH family. Um, because yeah, you've certainly been one of us from pretty much day one. Um, CP Dub from the the pit personal messages I've been getting after listening to a podcast. Oh, you know, there'll be some inside joke, you know. Recently I've been saying, say these key words and, and I'll know you've listened to the show. Well, before you doing that, Charlie was messaging me, telling me stuff that I'd said in the shows. Um, so, yeah, very, very cool. Um, and it was nice to be able to give back and have him on the show. And, and as a nice little birthday treat, was made even better. Um, so, just like any CPW show, it's always a pleasure having Charlie around. He's held cakes in the ring. He's what else have you done? You've done Lemon quite cake, a nice icing. Yep, yep, yep. Hmm. <clears throat> I've yeah, helped Will cut into the back. You have, you have, you have. You've done, yeah. You know, you're the first person to run out there and grab all the wrestlers' gear and, and make sure that it gets back to safely so the, the, the wrestlers don't lose any stuff. Um, yeah. Always there to help, which is exactly what we'd like. So, yeah. Very, very cool. Now, the and listeners won't see this, like but I've just spotted the Crustios uh, poster in the background, and that's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. That is very, very cool. Welcome to PBNH Cribs. 
<laughs> oh, there's that one too. Venom from Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. I think, yeah, like I say, this kid's absolutely amazing with the amount of stuff that he knows about wrestling. Not just New Zealand wrestling, but wrestling in general. There was answers that he gave in that, that series of questions that, yeah, <laughs> you're just like. How do you know about Seriously? Ring of Honor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, where did that come from, you know? Um, but no, very, very cool. And, um, yeah. I believe it's time for the Royal Rumble review. I do believe you are right, young sir. And in yeah, my hot little hand, <laughs> I have the results for said show, just because it's mm-hmm. been a while since I watched it. Uh, yes, so Royal Rumble 2022, we've all watched it, yes? Yes, we have. Good. I, I, I will be really honest, I haven't watched every single match. I have, I have partaken in a few mini matches. Uh, we can semi-speed run through stuff. Uh, I am definitely going to be spending a little bit of time on this one. It was the opening match. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins... Going one-on-one with Roman Reigns, uh, which Seth won by disqualification. But the reason that it's still, like, burned into my mind, aside from the fact that uh, Rollins came out with a shield entrance, but uh, I watched this at my friend's house, who uh, I referred to earlier, who were talking about the Taker thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in shock because Charles Robinson lifts up Seth Rollins' hand. And, and drops it on the ropes. And basically drops it on the ropes. And then we're like, what the f-? I'm not going to repeat the word. But, yeah, like, what the f-? And then we've just referred to it as the Robinson assist ever since. Because he basically helped <laughs> Seth Rollins and then DQ'd Roman Reigns. But nobody, yeah. nobody has talked about it online. So we're like, What? What? I thought that was stupid ass. Well, yeah. I was like, this should be like, yeah, little Nate. I was like, this this should be the start of like some kind of relationship between Seth Rollins Mm. and Charles Robinson. But yeah, Mm. it's just eaten away at us for like since it happened, and nobody, what culture didn't do it. didn't see anything on Cultaholic. No, no. All these different wrestling channels. Nobody talked about the Robinson assist. Well, that, that's one of the matches that I haven't seen yet, but I've been, you know, on my, my to-watch list. So I'm going to have Absolutely to watch Absolutely love that match. One thing I would like to know, though, what's up with Roman Reigns always going first in pay-per-views? Well, he learned from Brock Lesnar, so you get to wrestle, get yeah. it out of the way, and then you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like he, he starts that one. He starts seeing the, the, the Saudi show, and it's just like, yeah. I suppose it makes sense, you know, get your night over and done with early. Hulk Hogan used to do that. Hulk Hogan used to do it. He'd go on just um just before intermission. Uh, yeah, that basically... He'd try and go on in the middle of the show so he could leave early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, back to the rumble. All right. 
Uh, second match on the card was the 30-woman Royal Rumble match, which was won by one returning Ronda Rousey. This was this was fun. Just fun. It, yes. It, it was a nostalgia match. Yeah, but, I, I, I... Yeah. I like this one better than the men's one. I've got to be perfectly honest. There were a few no. good returns. Mm. Um. Yeah. No, I just think I just yeah. Uh, but I'd have to I'd have to preface that by saying it's probably a more of a uh, reflection of the men's Royal Rumble than thing. Probably because Royal Rumble is. Yeah, I'd probably probably dare say this lot would be my second favorite pay per view. So I have really, really high standards for the Royal Rumble. And I always look forward to those wow moments at the Royal Rumble. Those, you know, the, the, the surprise returns, the, you know, the legends come in and doing whatever, you know, the signatures, little spots, the hurricane stuff, you know, and that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, I just felt there was a little bit lacking this year. But it was definitely, definitely. more than so, But yeah, sorry, jumping ahead of ourselves. Uh, no, it was cool to see Melina. It was cool to see Kelly Kelly come back. Uh, Michelle McCool. Uh, Cameron was the one that stood up for me as like one of the most surprising returns. She was one of the Funkadactyls with Naomi back when Brodus Clay was still yep. around. Yep. Funkies were on a roll. Funkies on a roll. Such a catchy theme song. Ivory coming out to the right to censor theme. That was incredible. And just being on yes. the mic the entire time. Uh, Mickey James, obviously, being announced early and mm-hmm. being the Impact Women's Champion. Uh, hardcore country. Hardcore country. Uh, Alicia Fox looked pretty good. Um, Summer Ray, Sarah Logan. Mighty Molly getting taken out by uh, Nikki Ash. That that was uh, that that one kind of hurt a little bit. Did Mighty Molly enter? She did enter the Rumble, right? Yes. She went into the ring. Yeah, she got thrown out by Nikki. Yeah, Nikki ambushed her, got her in the ring, and then yes. threw her out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Mickey James eliminated uh, Michelle McCool, which was a nice little moment for them. Uh, also, cool moment having Ronda Rousey not only return but getting like a little bit of a moment with Shayna Baszler before. Mm-hmm. And mm. then yeah, Ronda and uh, Charlotte were the final two, and then Ronda won. Yeah. Better than having Charlotte one. I, I will 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, not the greatest match. Yeah. It didn't help that the WrestleMania sign was like on fire from all of Ronda's pointing. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, that's of, the real finger pointing of Doom. Yeah, the finger point of Doom. Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania season. If that's not one of her like taunts in the new WWE 2K game, I'm going to be very disappointed. Just saying, because mm. nobody points harder Speaking than of, Ronda Rousey. Speaking of new 2K game, I am definitely excited. Got my deluxe edition on pre-order. Nice. What platform? PS4, sadly. Why sadly? Well, PS5 graphics are just going to be so much better. Yeah, but we can still enjoy it because I'm still on a force. So we can still enjoy the game. Uh, Well... We might have to play together. Ooh, give me like a month to get used to the controls because I know they've changed. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we get to practice time and then I'll kick your butt. And then we're doing Taker versus uh, Steve Austin because Undertaker disrespected Texas at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <coughs> Yeah, I got to fuck into the territory, mate. We got Taker versus Austin, Sammy G versus Charlie. Charlie Nuggets. Charlie Nuggets. Don't know why they got the Macho Man treatment, but I'll allow it. Oh yeah, Charlie Nuggets. <laughs> uh, more on two K later. Uh, yeah, so. Bicky, Yay. Bicky, Bicky retained. Just not, not good. Uh, Bobby Lashley defeated Brock Lesnar to become the new WWE champion. Thanks to Roman and mm. uh, Paul Heyman. Can we quickly just talk about how much Bobby Lashley has grown on lots of people lately, including myself? Mm. Yep. I love 100%. Bobby. I mean, ever since he's, like, made his return to WWE, like, uh, he's gone to wearing long uh, long tights now, not just, like, trunk-type things. Yeah. Um, and it just makes him look bigger. Tights mm. just suit him so much more. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah. You know, he's found I've himself. Always... Yeah. 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 I've always thought that all he needed was just something – he was just like that one step away from, you know, like he was great, but one step away from greatness. And, yeah, he certainly got got things um, things rolling for him at the moment. Um, and the pairing and of, was, like, him and MVP just oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Well, M- MVP is amazing as well. Um, um, and, yeah, just the two together. He's, 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 yeah. Dare I say it, it's it's like the, the the you know the Heyman and Roman or the Heyman and Brock, Les, but it's it's different because it's MVP and Lashley and it's a different spin on the same topic. And MVP actually pulls it off where not many people would be able to, you know. Yes. Have to agree. 
Well, the Hurt Business like had that whole evolution dynamic, which was also quite cool. But so I was gutted when yeah. they broke them up. Yeah. Yep, definitely. I love the Hurt Business. I I like them. Too. It was like you like I was trying to put my finger on why I sort of didn't really like them as much as I should. And, and I think you just summed it up with the, the evolution contract at comment because I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it's probably the reason why, you know. So. Bobby was Triple H, MVP was Ric Flair, yeah. and then uh, Cedric and Shelton had the Randy and uh, yeah. Batista uh, roles covered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah, there we go. We just. Uh, yeah, viewers at home cannot, uh, your listeners at home cannot see this, but we're just looking at the pet business and a ring. Um, yeah. In figure form. Always, uh, figures. Yeah. No, very cool. Uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix defeating The Miz and Maurice in a mixed tag team match. Yeah, I enjoyed this, one, this one actually. I dare say you would because it, on paper it sounds like a pretty cool match. Um, and and yeah, with the names and the talent of the amount of people that are in the ring, I I think it would be hard to make it not a good match. Miz um, and Edge so are top ten. And, and they certainly are. Um, Edge is Edge is one of my personal favourites, as 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 you can see. <laughs> uh, see. Oh, the ring the giant. Okay, that's. Oh wow. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. Um, I haven't seen that match. It's definitely one of the ones that I want to see as well. So, yeah, glad to hear it's a good one. Uh, pros and cons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The comment at the time uh, was they did well because oh. Maurice wasn't. She's not as technical as uh, Beth Phoenix. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. managed to like hide a lot of her. Uh, they focused on her strengths, so it made her weaknesses not. Yes. Bad. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. My words are escaping. Can I also quickly add, just to jump in? Um, I really love Corey Graves on commentary, but mm. I don't think Edge is married to Marie, Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would agree with that. Apart from that, good match. Uh, which brings us to the main event of the Royal Rumble 2022. It was the 30-man men's Royal Rumble match uh, for a world title opportunity at WrestleMania 38, which, as we know, Brock Lesnar has won. Awesome way to start it, though, with uh, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura being one and two. Yeah. Brilliant. Being a throwback to WrestleMania 31. 34. There we go. That, that was a quiz for Charlie. You passed. Well done. Mm-hmm. I could picture the set in my head. I'm like, no, it's not that one. I just quickly started mm-hmm. flicking through sets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Up, ups and downs in this one. Yeah, like I like I said earlier, I think um, it was good. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't. Didn't have the oomph, you know. It just didn't. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it just didn't. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I went to thinking I wanted more, you know. Um, I think if they had swapped the rumbles around, then it might have made a bit more sense, you know. Um, it just didn't finish. Like, yeah, there were some really, really cool moments. I, I love the fact when, when, um, when when Brock came out and everything like that, but it's like mm, I don't know. I love Brock Lesnar, but sometimes it's just a bit, you know, the Brock show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know you, you're building to, to things, but I think just overall the whole Rumble just it was a cool match. It was it was a nice wee Rumble match. It just wasn't the Royal Rumble, you know. Um, Lacking in returns. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, was cool. Well, it was awesome to see Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, that's the thing I you see all online. Everybody was complaining about people like Cesaro that missed out on being in the Rumble. But yet guys like Shane Mac and, and, and Bad Bunny and that, had spots in the rumble and it's like, yeah, well, I always look at it from the promoter's point of view is it well, you can't, you know, you've got to have some of these special things. You've got to have some of these special attraction matches and, you know, not everybody can be in it, but yeah. Would I have, would I have picked Bad Bunny over Cesaro? Oh, I don't know. I probably wouldn't I have saw... Cesaro. Well, Shane O'Mac oh. over Cesaro. But... What did you see, Jelly? Yeah. So I saw people like um, making fun of the Rumble online with um, the people that were announced in the actual match before it happened. People were calling mm. it the um, Tag Team Royal Rumble because mm. I believe like 20 people in the match were either in a tag team or, like, in a tag team feud at the time. Mm. Yep, yep. Looking yep. at all the names, yep. There's not a lot of uh, solid singles amongst them. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Randy was my hope, but then Riddle's in there as well, so it's like, no, he's in a tag team as well. I think one of the biggest disappointments was the fact that for weeks on Raw, they were teasing the whole Mysterio father-son dynamic. And then when it came to the actual yeah. rumble, that f- like yes. moment never happened. So there's no payoff to that. So it's like, well, okay. why did we spend I like blame, I, weeks? Yeah, I blame Kofi botching his spot on, on that. That's the whole reason why the father and son dynamic for the rest of the heroes didn't work so. Because it's apparently what you do. You blame everything on Kofi's spot. spot. Um, <laughs> which was I'm like... I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, well, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, it's a fair distance. He's done some really, really unbelievable things over the previous Rumbles. Yeah, have an off day. You stuff up. 
but then you also look at it on the other side. You know, everybody says to him, and he's actually said it on the New Day podcast quite a bit, that, hey, what what's the Kofi spot going to be? Every time there's a rumble coming up or something like that, everyone keeps asking him, what's the Kofi spot going to be? Tell me about the Kofi spot, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, why do I have to have a spine spot? You know, it's just, it, it wasn't planned on. It just naturally happened. And then he, you know, obviously worked it. And so I wouldn't blame him if he just decided that, hey, I'm going to go out there and, you know, not, not botch a spot, but I'm going to tease that I'm going to do this big, amazing spot, but then I don't end up doing it, you know? Um, but, yeah. I'm just like, ease up, it's wrestling. Just just enjoy it. I think, it, like, yeah, the con is, is that we didn't get the Kofi spot. But the flip side to that is it shows that he's still human and that, yeah, yes. even Kofi Kingston makes mistakes. Yeah. And the fact that he was one of the first people to take the piss out of himself for doing it, you know? He put yeah. the thing up on Instagram, but, yeah. didn't he? And just, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, so. But yeah. No, I just think, like I say, I, I think it was a good rumble. It just wasn't top five rumble for me, you know? I mean, I think number one for me is 2005 Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. That was the one where Cena and uh, Batista do the double elimination and then Vince blows both his quads. Yes. Yep. In anger. Have you yeah. ever been so angry that you've blown both of your quads? Can't say I have been. No. No. Funny story on the um, Bruce Pritchard went over that on his podcast. And yeah, the, he, he basically describes about what was happening backstage afterwards and, and, and the guttural noises um, a certain McMahon was making. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to f- fix him. But yeah, yeah. Edge no. also tells a <laughs> funny version of it because he was he was one of the last guys eliminated, so he was walking out to the back as all that stuff mm. happened. He's <laughs> just like get everyone out of the out of the hallway. Just I don't want to see anybody. Just get up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, mind you. I don't know how he was still walking the way he was. I don't know how he was walking afterwards, you know. Um, but it just, it, yeah, it's a, it's the stubbornness of Vince McMahon, I guess. But yeah, yeah, he's a showman, damn it. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I guess um, yeah. Well, that rolls up another War Rumble, and then maybe next week we can review Elimination Chamber. Yes. Um, which I think you will you will quite like. Um, yeah, no spoilers. I'm not going to try and influence your opinion either way. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I did see a, a photo of of the crowd as they displayed the Undertaker Hall of Fame thing, and so it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think you'll really, really love the spot where he comes out in the elimination chamber. 
Don't you tease yeah. me, Jay. Don't tease me, Jay. Don't do this to me. Yeah. yeah. I miss him so much. Yeah. It's all right, buddy. It's all right. Okay, there's support groups for this. You know that. TFA, Take yeah. Offense Anonymous? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I can't be anonymous if I'm like one of them. I've got a symbol tattooed on my freaking arm. Just wear a sleeve. But yeah. No, well, yeah. Well, I guess um, I guess that's bringing us to the, the, the closing segment of this podcast. But um, can I be the first one just to say thank you very much, Charlie, for being part of it? I think it's really, really cool. Um, thank you, well. guys, for having me. Um, I think we might have to have him on here again every once in a while. Um, yeah. Especially doing the show reviews is really good at those. So, yeah. yeah. So thank you very much, sir, for being part of the team. Thank you. As and long filling as filling in for Ray. Yes, filling in for Ray. Yeah. Oh, I'll be give me. Give me a week from March eighth to learn two K twenty two, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Ah, oh, yes, because yeah. you pre-ordered so you get the three days early. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm-hmm. I will get it before all of the Americans that will be changing their time zones. <laughs> Just to try to get it early. For shame. All right, set a calendar, remind it. Get ass kicked by Charlie Hewitt. Yes. I've got to get my ass kicked by Drew Gulak first in the training part. <laughs> Spoilers. Gosh. Been watching all the YouTube videos about it. Uh, I follow Dink Ops, who gives his honest opinions on oh, stuff. Oh, I love, I love Chris Dinker. Yeah. Check out DPW, guys. I didn't realize Deadlock that he was uh, Yeah, he's an actual, like, he's he's involved. He's, he's one of us. He's in the scene. Chris Danger. Chris Danger, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deadlock Pro Wrestling, DPW. That's your assignment, Jay. Check them out. Okay, I will. I've made notes. Oh, that's good. And I know the tag team that he manages, he cut a promo uh, to the NWA trying to get them I saw that. Yep. So, yeah, that will be interesting. Something to keep an eye on. (laughs) All right. So we will wrap things up there. Uh, If you – well – if you're listening this far into the show, you found us on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or on the npr.nz forward slash show forward slash PBNH show page. Uh, so don't really need to promote that now. Uh, getting a finger point. Putting over Charlie. Mm-hmm. I just want to say hello to my future self. That's nice. Yeah. That hasn't been done before. 
Yeah, because yeah. you'll you'll go back and find the show and listen to it and like. Uh, yes, I will. Forward thinking, I like it. Uh, so yes, hopefully should be back to our normal Tuesday night time as of next week. Uh, once again, massive thank you to Charlie. Uh, this won't be the last time that you're on the show. Although if you keep this in Texas, just gonna we'll be having words. I follow what Stone Cold says. Okay, I am a Texas man. Right? Don't worry. I love Texas. Good. Oh, backtracking now. <laughs> Just gonna get my I Heart Texas uh, baseball cap on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, thank you again to our listeners who have supported us over the last couple of years here on PBNH. Uh, massive thank you to Ray Gunn and Jay who have helped me keep this thing going. Yeah. Hey, mate. It would be a sorry state of the world if we didn't have pipe bombs and headlocks, buddy. No. Shucks. Promised myself I wouldn't cry. <sighs> yeah, got to support New Zealand wrestling. Yeah. And wrestling in general. Oh, he's actually got a hat. Look yeah, at that. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Boom. He's got an American flag on his hat. So proud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, so we will be back here next week on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. Stay tuned. Yeah, And one from Charlie. Piao, piao.